This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show today. Uh, I'm Mike Graber. Thank you for being with us. We're uh, really happy you take uh, a little part of your Sunday uh, to join us here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Today, we're going to talk about charitable trusts. And uh, just uh, kind of an advanced note, next week we'll be talking about the uh, wealth gap. Uh, but uh, today, we do want to focus on uh, charitable trusts. And uh, there's a lot going on in the financial world. Uh, here at Compass Retirement Advisors, we believe that it's really important uh, that we uh, monitor uh, world events, uh, events here in our own uh, nation's capital and across the country, especially with an eye toward pending legislation, so that we can uh, best prepare our clients uh, in advance for the financial impact that we believe these uh, pieces of uh, legislation will bring to our own retirement. And so uh, out of that, uh, today we will talk about charitable trusts. But first, I want to bring in uh, my co-host, uh, Tony Shore. Tony's an integral part of uh, what we do here. He helps me communicate uh, my message and keeps me on track. And I do appreciate uh, him being with us here each week. So Tony, uh, welcome again to uh, our show today. Oh, well, thanks for that great introduction, Mike. I I don't deserve all that. I'm just kind of along for the ride and uh, watch the time and uh, love what you bring. Very educational, typically, and uh, sometimes emotional uh, in the show. So I think that's great. And of course, a lot of uh, financial education strategies and tips for our listeners out there. But I've been doing great. How have you been? It's been really good. You know, uh, can't believe it, but just in a few weeks, we'll be almost halfway through this year. And when time passes that quickly, usually means that you're just really busy. And uh, and we are, and we're, we're thankful for that. You know, we get uh, a number of calls each week uh, following up on the show. You know, last week we did uh, a special show for uh, those who uh, have served in, in the military and, and with Memorial Day. I got some uh, emails and a couple calls from people who just appreciated that we took the time to, you know, acknowledge that sacrifice. Uh, that means a lot to us, and and hopefully, uh, people can hear kind of between the the words and the things that we do. That really, it's it's all about the people. It, it's it's more than just uh, business to us here at uh, Compass Retirement Advisors and in the Mike Graber household. We just want to try and help people wherever we can, let them know that uh, we genuinely care about their position. And if there's anything that we've learned that we can uh, pass on to them in any way that helps, uh, that's that's kind of the purpose, kind of the mission uh, that we're on here, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great. So where do you want to begin with this episode? Well, before we jump into charitable trust, just a couple of uh, articles that I read uh, here in this last week that I think really um, merit that we uh, give some attention to. Uh, the first uh, article was on Breitbart.com, and that's B-R-E-I-T-B-A-R-T. Uh, there was an uh, article, and the title of that article was Survey. 
inflation to delay 25% of Americans from retirement. And uh, obviously wow. that uh, got my attention. But as I read through the article, um, it says that uh, 30% or I'm sorry, 36% of Americans have reduced their savings because of uh, inflation. 21% have reduced their retirement savings due to inflation. Mm. A quarter of Americans will need to delay their retirement due to the impacts of inflation. And certainly with inflation uh, at a you know, 40 year high, uh, it's, it's wreaking havoc, you know, on the American public in, in so many ways. I know the, the gas pumps here uh, today uh, where I'm uh, at uh, recording are just a few pennies below $5 a gallon. Uh, that, that hurts everyone, uh, diesel prices, food prices, uh, everybody knows that it's up and it's, uh, such a serious, uh, issue that people are withdrawing from their savings. They're not putting as much into their savings. People are cutting back on, uh, the amount that they're putting into their 401k and their IRA plans from, uh, their paychecks just to, uh, offset the, uh, increased costs out there. And I hope that uh, the Federal Reserve kind of gets their act together and gets on on top of this and kind of stems this. And the second article is uh, from a presentation that Jamie Dimon made. Uh, Jamie Dimon is the head man at uh, J.P. Morgan. And he said a couple of weeks ago that he saw some storm clouds uh, gathering on the economic uh, horizon. And, um, you know, that didn't sound too ominous, but unfortunately, uh, in this last week, he changed, uh, storm clouds and has now, uh, inserted uh, or replaced storm with the word hurricane clouds gathering. And oh. he says that, you know, nobody knows if the hurricane is going to you know hit land or not, but he's, uh, increasingly concerned about the impacts of inflation, uh, higher interest rates, obviously, we have the lingering issues with Ukraine and uh, Russia, but uh, you can find that presentation any place on the web that you uh, want to find it. You might try uh, axios.com, A-X-I-O-S.com uh, for one. But uh, what does you know all this mean? You know, inflation, uh, uh, hurricane, storm clouds brewing. According to Jamie Dimon, I think it means that everyone needs uh, a plan for retirement and. Uh, you know, planning encompasses more than just saving for retirement. We believe it includes having uh, the right asset diversification. Uh, it includes risk avoidance strategies, and it also requires uh, tax diversification. And you know, we hear a lot about you know uh, asset diversification, but we don't hear uh, too much in the media or from uh, our competition when it comes to tax diversification. Uh, retirement planning uh, also includes uh, Social Security maximization strategies. Uh, what about uh, considerations for guaranteeing lifetime income, uh, regardless of how the underlying asset performs? There are some accounts that uh, offer that. You know, we want to talk about wealth, wealth preservation, uh, legacy distribution, and much, much more. So uh, I would just say this, if uh, you're listening today and most of your conversations with your current advisor focus on just how your money's doing. Uh, if most of that conversation is about the rate of return, then perhaps this week would be a good time for you to call Compass Retirement Advisors 
And um, I'll be happy to take your call. The number is 812-787-0809. And together we can begin a a process to develop a comprehensive uh, retirement income plan and look at strategies that would be appropriate for you and and your household. Uh, We don't believe in cookie cutter approaches. And we'll help you formulate, you know, that retirement income and, and then ultimately an asset distribution plan uh, with the goal being uh, that we can create a plan that you can look forward to with some level of confidence. Again, my number is 812-787-0809. And then a reminder, uh, we would uh, like you to periodically check usdebtclock.org. Uh, we believe the federal debt and deficit and unfunded liability issue, uh, that's one of those hurricane cloud type issues that, that uh, eventually is going to impact all of our retirement plans. And we believe you should be informed just uh, as to how serious uh, that uh, growing number is. Ultimately, the government's going to be forced to deal with it. And when they do, uh, we think we're going to see tax rates go up uh, significantly. Yeah, I would say they're going to go up considerably, right? Yeah, and we have to plan before that happens. We have to take steps before that happens. And then also uh, take a look at the information on the uh, Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget website. That's crfb.org. That organization is led by Maya McGinnis, and Maya appeared on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber last fall. But uh, today uh, we're going to uh, get into... Uh, talking about uh, charitable trusts and the role that those could play uh, as part of uh, your uh, uh, retirement income plan, uh, your asset distribution plan, some tax uh, strategies associated with it. So, Tony, that's where we're going to to head today. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good because a lot of people don't understand uh, charitable trusts or how it would apply to them you know, I think you've hit on something that's really important for today's topic. You don't have to be wealthy to establish a charitable trust. And I think a lot of people listening right now, like my first instinct always was, aren't charitable trusts for millionaires or people like Jeff Bezos or uh, those types. But uh, that's not the case, is it? Absolutely not. There are a lot of benefits. Um, If you properly understand charitable trusts, there's a lot of benefits for, you know, the, the average American. And uh, we're going to talk about that today. So let's uh, begin by taking a look at an article that appeared in U.S. News and World Report. The title of the article is, Should You Set Up a Charitable Trust? And uh, we think there are some good points, some some good information uh, in that article, and we can use that uh, to build our, our conversation around. Uh, I want to make uh, one note uh, here uh, right off the bat that only an attorney can write a trust. It is a legal document, and it must be drafted by uh, an attorney. So our conversation today is for informational purposes only. If uh, today's conversation uh, leaves you intrigued, uh, wanting more information about, you know, actually establishing a trust, then uh, I encourage you to work closely with both uh, the legal experts uh, and the tax experts that will be needed uh, as you approach setting up the charitable trust. Now, as the the article explains, if you have extra assets and and you do have uh, uh, causes that you deeply care about, uh, a charitable trust, you know, might be 
uh, a good option. You know, why just because um, we might pass away should our support for those things that we've contributed to throughout our whole life stop? And with that, many people will uh, want to leave gifts, you know, to uh, a charity. Um, and then the, the charitable trust uh, can be a, a really good avenue uh, for you to pass uh, assets down uh, the, the line to your, to your heirs as well. They can play a role in there uh, without uh, a state or a gift tax implications. So there are benefits for the charity, but then there are also some benefits that can be derived for uh, your heirs as well. Well, sure. And if I'm remembering correctly, or if I understand it correctly, there are different types of charitable trusts. Is that right? It is, Tony. Um, a charitable trust can be designed uh, in, in uh, numerous ways. Uh, and with each, there are, are various uh, tax uh, implications. And uh, specifically, uh, a charitable remainder trust and uh, a charitable lead trust. Those are two very common types. Again, so a charitable remainder trust and a charitable lead trust uh, are two that, that we see used uh, fairly often uh, in serious planning. If you, uh, if you build a charitable remainder trust, uh, you, you know, use cash or, or other assets to fund it. And from there, uh, the trust can pay out a stream of income to your family or to your beneficiaries during either uh, their lifetime, uh, or you can you know set a specific window of time uh, for that to pay out. Uh, whenever uh, the person passes away or that window closes, it's only at that point that the asset actually goes to the charity. Mm. Interesting, and uh, I mean that seems fairly straightforward. So what are the, some of the nuances here of a charitable lead trust? Okay, uh, with a charitable lead trust, uh, payments from the trust are sent to the charity uh, kind of at the beginning, uh, up front. And then the remainder goes to the beneficiary uh, at the uh, end of the established uh, trust time period or the term of the trust. Uh, this kind of trust is often funded uh, as again, part of a, a legacy plan, uh, because there can be significant uh, reductions to um, you know, the tax burden here. And um, we, we see these used in, in a variety of, uh, of circumstances. Uh, I guess maybe to simplify it, I'd say th uh, the estate receives a charitable deduction and the beneficiary uh, is going to receive you know, what's left after the gift. You know, clearly, uh, deciding or choosing between a charitable remainder trust and a, a charitable lead trust uh, can be difficult. And, and uh, obviously, we're only giving a, a high-level overview here today, um, you know, which um, I think necessitates uh, additional questions and answers uh, being sought. And that means you know working with an experienced financial services professional to help you know, kind of weed through um, the the right uh, applications for these different trusts that uh, can be used. And again, ultimately, uh, you're going to deal with uh, an attorney uh, to draft uh, the appropriate trust for uh, the goal of, of you, the individual. I'm often reminded, uh, Tony, of a, a guy named Tony Campolo. He was a uh, 
oh, uh, a speaker that's funny. many I know years Tony. ago. You yeah. do? Well, yeah, hey. I've, I've met him a couple of times well, so hey, over uh, over the years, yeah. I think he's outstanding. I think he has yeah. a brilliant mind. And he is. I heard a, a message that he gave. Uh, this probably goes back into the, the middle 60s, but he talked about a, a survey of people who were in their 90s, kind of uh, retrospectively looking back over their lives. And one of the, the big points, uh, one of the things that, that these people said was that over their life, uh, they wished that they had done more things that would last beyond them. And a lot of that uh, focused on, you know, supporting uh, maybe their church, uh, various charities, maybe their alma mater, uh, you know, we now have community foundations, uh, in most counties throughout Indiana, but, uh, Tony, uh, you know, shared that in a message that I heard and it's always stuck with me that, um, as people kind of reached, uh, the, the end of, of their life period, looking back, you know, they wished that they had done more, uh, that would last beyond them and, you know, seeking out and, and establishing these charitable trusts is one way that uh, people can do that. And, you know, when it comes down to the, the nuts and, and bolts matters, uh, there are, you know, other advantages beyond, you know, just our, our satisfaction of knowing that. Um, but uh, not least uh, is the, the potential reduction of your own current tax burden, uh, tax liabilities. Uh, that's available, as I said, both currently and it can reduce the tax burden uh, for your beneficiaries as well. Um, and finally, if you're, if you're worried about maybe the sale uh, of a property or uh, a highly appreciated uh, asset, uh, a charitable trust you know, might be a good option to consider. Uh, I give an example here. Let's say that there's a, a large um, capital gain uh, of, of $250,000 or higher. It doesn't have to be that, that much to consider this. But uh, if, if there's a piece of property or an asset that's highly appreciated and you're looking at a taxable gain, you might consider, you know, uh, giving uh, that to uh, the, the charitable cause. And by designing a trust to accomplish that, you can move that uh, asset into the trust and then uh, that highly appreciated property uh, is out of your name. It's in the trust name. And once the asset is in the trust, it can potentially be sold without uh, getting smacked by those capital gains tax rates. And let's think forward here for a little while. There uh, has been talk for the last couple of years about uh, increases in capital gains tax rates. So uh, just uh, from from that standpoint, uh, trying to look as we often do here at Compass Retirement Advisors, what might be coming down the road uh, if there are properties or assets that you need uh, to sell you might want to be doing that while capital gains rates are at current rates versus waiting another year or two years or down the road when most people expect uh, reforms in the tax code that are going to include increases in capital gains so it doesn't have to be just to benefit uh, the charity um, just uh, timing the sale of assets for your own current tax picture is really big, but there can be some significant advantages of uh, transferring uh, these highly appreciated, highly appreciated assets uh, by using these trusts and then letting uh, that asset be sold 
and uh, avoiding uh, the capital gains tax. So uh, get uh, the tax burden out of your um, hands. Uh, use uh, the tax code. Let it be sold by the uh, the organization. And uh, obviously, they're not going to be taxed if they're qualifying uh, under the tax code for that. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it sounds like for some people, there are a lot of potential advantages, Mike. Now, uh, give us uh, some of the disadvantages. Well, uh, as uh, there is in life, there are advantages and disadvantages. And, <laughs> yep. and we, we want to make sure that we cover and present a well-rounded view of this. But I think maybe the biggest disadvantage of setting up a charitable trust is that there are going to be some fees uh, for both uh, setting it up initially uh, and managing it. As, as I said, uh, you'll need to work with an attorney uh, who uh, is versed and experienced in setting up these trusts, and, and there are going to be fees to do that. And then once the asset you know is inside the trust, uh, it's still going to be uh, invested and managed, and there will be some fees associated there. Um, another uh, disadvantage uh, is that trusts uh, may often be irrevocable. You know, it's a, it's done and it can't be unwound. So you've got to give a lot of thought uh, as you uh, consider, uh, you know, moving assets into trusts. And that means, uh, you know, if your financial needs, you know, change or the status of your situation challenges down the road, it could be extremely challenging uh, once these uh, funds are, are out of your hands. So again, we want to really stress that, you know, these decisions need to be made in the context of an overall comprehensive financial strategy for retirement. Uh, we need to know how this decision impacts other parts of the plan and uh, not to do it uh, as, a, as a one-off. Uh, there's also the potential uh, that uh, your family or your heirs may not like your decision to donate some of uh, your assets to a particular cause. Um, you know, they may view that as being disinherited. Uh, there can be differences of opinion, uh, might create some arguments and some unhappiness. But if that's the case, then uh, I would say we need to have a discussion about maybe backfilling uh, an equivalent amount um, back into your estate, maybe through uh, use of uh, the right type of life insurance that can go to those heirs tax-free. So on one hand, you transfer an asset outside of your uh, estate uh, uh, for the tax benefits and the benefits of the organizations. But that doesn't have to mean that uh, the family uh, is disinherited. It might be able to use um, some of the tax uh, benefits that are generated by the charitable gift and use that tax savings to fund the life insurance that backfills the asset to uh, the heirs and and uh, maybe uh, take a little of that, what could have been a sting to them, uh, out. So um, that's one that we can can, can offset uh, with uh, proper planning, Tony. Well, and you know what? We're out of time. It just flew by, but I think we covered it all. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, just uh, encourage everyone, uh, if you're listening and you have questions about retirement uh, strategies, uh, retirement uh, planning uh, in any regard, you know, reach out to me, call me uh, at 812-787-0809. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Uh, we can uh, talk over the phone. We can set up a face-to-face -face meeting at your convenience. And we just look forward to helping you in any way that we can. So I hope you'll join us again here next week. And tell your friends uh, to join us as well here for Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for joining us today. 
Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc. and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretation. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.